Well, here we are joining together for something great, something fantastic to happen. Welcome to Yvette's Apostolic Dialogue. I am Yvette Wheeler, and I come to just give you help, help in areas where you may seem weak or troubled, where life seems to feel as if it just isn't working out, and to give you ways and tools to build, to build your joy, to build your strength, your emotions, your finances even. And as we take this journey, know that there's nothing that is impossible for God. Even if you don't know him, there's always an opportunity to become acquainted. So today I want to talk about uh, something that I talk about quite often. And you'll hear me say, you can have a moment, but you can't become the moment. And what does that mean? Well, that simply means that in life, we have situations that arise. Yes, we're going to have them. We're going to have those moments. But you cannot become so consumed and dwell in these moments so deeply that you actually become the very thing that happened. So I'll I'll provide an example. An example of that would be, um, let's say um, you um, got into a situation uh, with someone and it you got so angry and, and so disturbed by it that now you're full of rage and you're full of anger and, and you're so unsettled in your feelings. And, and by being this way, you then begin to outlet that onto the people that are around you or people that may not have anything to do with the situation that you had or that moment. And now instead of you just having that moment and moving on, You've now become the moment. But what I want to come to encourage you to understand is that even when becoming the moment, you still can shift out of that. There's still purpose and destiny for you. There's still a way of understanding that if we channel our minds uh, to not dwell on the things that uh, cause us uh, discomfort, but to dwell on the things that give us joy. And and the greatest thing that we could ever dwell on that gives us joy is Jesus Christ. And a lot of times we are uh, afraid to build a relationship with him because we feel ashamed. But I want to come to let you know that there is no shame in Christ, that there is no shame in what you've done, because the truth be told, God already knows what you did. So how do we begin to break down the barrier so that we understand having that moment doesn't mean we become the moment? Well, it means that you have to allow your mind to be in a position to understand that life needs balance. Well, how do we create this balance? We create this balance by praying and building a a relationship with God, what I like to refer to as an intimacy. Um, I, I like to share a joke and, and, and it's not a joke. It's a very serious concept, but it's to help us to understand uh, what takes place in our minds. So whenever we build a new relationship, there are many factors that are included in this relationship. So uh, let's say you go out and, and you meet someone and, and when you meet them, 
you never want that person to get a bad impression of you, right? So they don't know you. So they have to learn you. They have to become familiar with you. They have to become acquainted with you. And what begins to happen in that area is that you hide things in fear and in shame of how you're going to be received. Are they going to accept you for all of you, even the bad? Or are they only going to want to accept you for the good? So what we do is we give them a one-sided perspective of our character. And as time begins to progress, it is very hard to maintain a false image. Now, when you deal with someone who uh, God has increased their discernment and they are able to see through certain things, God will allow them and reveal to them to see things that you're trying to hide. And here is the thing. You don't have to walk in shame because uh, the Bible says those without sin cast the first stone. So that means that, no, and I'm not saying that people don't judge you because a lot of people use that to say don't judge me. But what I'm saying is that everybody has something that they've done, something that they've fallen short of the goodness of God's glory. We fall short every day. So therefore, don't walk in shame because God made you fearfully and wonderfully made. There's a lot of times that we feel that because of the things that we've done, we don't deserve forgiveness. We don't deserve the opportunity to grow and to be stretched. But understand that in each one of us, there is a purpose, a purpose to do what is right according to God's word. And when we understand that God is a God that can create balance and he can level our mountains and and he can speak to our storms. We could be just like Jesus on that boat, sleeping in the midst of a storm. So now you've met someone and you're showing them all these great features and they see nothing wrong in you. Everything is just what they need. And then reality sinks in. And at the time, now you you can't continue to cover up uh, what it is. But when you meet them, everything is so relevant about them. Oh, you want to stay up all night on the phone and let's talk. And, and you want to know everything about them. And, and you want to just know the ins and outs of who they are. You're tired, but are you sleepy? No, it's late at night. You're still on the phone. Oh, no, I'm not sleepy. Knowing that you're dozing off into a sleep. But when it comes to God, we don't have that same mentality. And what happens is that we put more of a desire into people than we do into our savior. And and that's where we have it backwards. So when we flip that order and understand that it is very essential for our spiritual life and our natural to have an intimacy with God, to understand that what God is doing, no man could ever accomplish in our lives. We can then put down the shame and know that in the midst of this moment, I can have it, but I can't become it. So how do we build uh, a fundamental spiritual life? Well, you have to begin somewhere. And this is where uh, uh, where the Lord gave me Yvette's uh, apostolic dialogue. One, because 
I want to come and have discussions about ways of improvement. I want to be able to facilitate a sense of structure in your life. And as I began my journey years ago, uh, I've been in church since I was in my mother's womb. But uh, I, when I facilitated my correct journey of life, I had to build an intimacy with God. So what that meant is God became my everything. I woke up with God. I went to bed with God. I I prayed with God throughout the course of the day. I read my Bible during lunchtime. I, I made time to become familiarly acquainted with God. And why? Because God is the source of our strength. So when you constantly connect to your source and your source is giving you strength, it allows you to snap out of the moment. So uh, a lot of times when situations arise, we, by human nature, deal with things in our emotions and, and we don't process from a logical perspective. So what happens is that we are not able to build concrete relationships or dynamics because we are so focused on the emotional aspect of a situation. Uh, when when you uh, begin down a journey of leadership, you understand that in order to execute, emotions has to be removed. Uh, the greatest successors in life are ones who understand the power of uh, in, uh, helping people uh, to thrive, to do what they do, uh, giving people a sense of understanding that uh, uh, this is what I enjoy and the environment is great and I feel accomplished. Uh, many people don't have a sense of accomplishment. They feel as if they're not welcomed. They feel that they're always being attacked. They feel that people are against them. But understand the word that I constantly used, feel. So there's a point in our lives where accountability goes a long way. Accountability to help us understand that in this journey called life, that if we do not allow ourselves to be intimate with our father, we then short ourselves of his glory and his mercy. So in the word, we understand that um, it says that obedience is better than sacrifice. So uh, uh, structurally, I always like to say I like to lead by example. Why is it imperative to lead by example? Because you cannot put a demand on someone that you would not put on yourself. So how do you build the keys to success? Well, for one, you have to self-identify. And here's the thing. Stepping outside of your emotions and speaking and handling from a logical standpoint can be very challenging. Why? Because we're built to feel. Our human nature is to feel emotions, but your feelings don't have to dictate how you execute. So what do you mean by that? What I mean is just because they say it doesn't mean that it's true. I like to say uh, I, I give morning encouragement um, for those who are learning who I am. And down the road, I'll say more things and you'll learn more about who I am and, and what I do. But I, I say you are what you answer to. So in a moment of a heated discussion, 
uh, people typically say things that they shouldn't. Now, here's the thing. Your response dictates where you are. So a lot of times it is very difficult. And I, I can hear someone listening to this saying, that's much easier said than done to say that I cannot operate in my feelings. No. You can feel, you can have your feelings, but you cannot execute out of them. What that means is that when we are in our feelings, in a moment and when we become the moment, becoming the moment allows us to make impulsive and irrational decisions. And when we make impulsive decisions, ones that are irrational, the outcome is usually not that great. Now, think about a moment in your life where you sit and, and, and you can sit right now and think and say, you know, I had a situation and because I was so in my feelings that it went the wrong way because I expressed from a place of emotion versus a place of logic. When we tap into the logical part of our thought process, when we execute logic, whenever uh, there is a, a hypothesis given, the hypothesis is something that is gathered based on uh, what I think is going to, to take place. And, th and then we want to prove that to be true. Well, hypotheses are not provided based upon impulse. They're provided based upon research and study, which means it takes time. So when you have a moment and you don't process that moment fully, it doesn't allow you to factualize your situation because instead of acting upon facts, you're acting upon feelings. So we have to process in our mind facts over feelings. And and even as we walk this year, uh, 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 we like to say faith over fear. So facts over feelings means faith over fear because fear is a feeling. But faith means I trust God enough to know that even though I feel it's not going to work, I trust him enough, enough to know that it will work. So as you continue to step and as you continue to walk and as you continue to run, you might jog a little bit before you run. Know that your intimacy with our father helps you to open up to him with the weak parts of your life. And, and in those weak areas is typically where we find shame. Uh, shame makes us feel that no one desires to know who we are, who we truly are, that no one has an understanding of the things that we go through. But there's a scripture in the Bible, First uh, Peter 5 and 9, and it says that the same sufferings that you encounter, and I am paraphrasing, your brothers and sisters in Christ they encounter them too. So you don't suffer alone. If your mind only thinks that you're going through this, 
then you're absolutely wrong. And that is the first thing that when something happens, we either say, why me? Or nobody understands. And that's not the case. Why? Because God already knows what you're going through. So for one, you already have the greatest source of understanding that you could possibly have. But we go through things in order to draw people to a greater life, to draw people to a life of substance. In order to have a life of substance, you have to have Jesus. So as you build yourself in your emotions, you have to understand that some things are not just are not worth holding on to. That the moment that you have does not have to dictate the very essence of your future. Moments are just what they are. Moments. And you don't be you don't I'm sorry, you don't have to become that moment. So when you think about a situation that may occur. What I propose to you is. In that moment. Think of two situations. How is this going to end if I handle it in my emotions? Versus how would this end? If I handled it according to the word of God. A lot of people right now are harboring anger. A lot of people are in denial even to the complexity of the anger that they possess. Impulse will always have you do the wrong thing. Think things through. Yes, sometimes you have to make quick decisions. Yes, sometimes you have to be quick on your feet. But what is important is that your decisions, your execution is not made from an emotional place. Because when you are emotionally driven, your body language even sends off the wrong signal. You respond to things with your body versus your thoughts and understand that the body is not going to lie. So. We have to be mindful on this journey. Well, how do we build structure in our lives? Well, first, you need to take some time to sit down and write the things of which you need improvement in. Every area and every aspect of your life where you need improvement, where you know that you can grow. And here's the thing. I hear you, Lord. You have to be honest. You cannot. This is another morning encouragement saying. You cannot be healed from what you do not reveal. So while we're sitting there, if we won't be truthfully honest with God, there's no way we could be truthfully honest with anyone else. And, and, and where we fall short is that not understanding that God is already aware because he made us. So when we realize and understand that God made us, there's no reason to hide from him. Uh, the scripture says he who dwells in the secret place of the almighty. So that means that God has a place where you can go to him in secret, even in your shame, even in 
your feeling that you're not accomplishing or that you're not where you desire to be. Remember, that's a feeling. But what if your desire was, I'm not there now, but I'm on my way. Do you know the power of I am? The power of I am lets us have a moment, but it then allows us to speak to that moment and understand that that moment is not who we are. So therefore, we are not allowed to become the moment. Becoming that moment means that you forgot the very essence of life and that you've gotten so consumed by this situation that you're doing things that typically wouldn't be in your normal characteristics. So you have to sit and jot down things and be very honest with God and yourself. Now, some someone may listen to me and says, well, I don't know God. Here's your opportunity because I don't want to just stem to, to one group of people. I want everyone to have the opportunity to build a relationship with God because it is essential. When we sit down and we begin to write, there is a prophet in the Bible uh, called Habakkuk who God said to him, write the vision and make it plain. And Habakkuk was upset with God because of the things that God was revealing to him. And God said to him, if I were to tell you, you wouldn't believe it. So God showed him instead. Well, in order for God to show you you, you have to be in position to receive and to see it. So a lot of times, human nature, we are very reluctant to change because change a lot of times presents an uncomfortableness that we would rather not deal with. But when we understand that change is what God designed us to do, change is what he designed us to be. It is the inevitable that we change from when we were conceived in our parents' wombs up until now. All we've done is change our appearances, uh, our heights, our sizes. They change. We understand that God has equipped us to adapt to change. But man has conditioned us that change is not appropriate. That change is because I'm doing something wrong. No, change means It's time to elevate. Change means it's time to grow. Very important key factors that I want to outline. You are what you feed yourself. So if you feed yourself negativity about you, about your life, about situations, that's what you're going to produce. Have you ever seen someone that could take or if we go to a scientific way of being to take a negative energy and transform it into a positive. Or what creates balance, negative and positive put together. So what does that mean? That means that in a negative situation, you'll see more balance when you learn how to apply a positive outcome. When you trust that God's word 
will never return to him void. You'll see that in the midst of the things that are not happening in your life that are great, your mindset and your trust, your faith will allow you to conquer over your fear. So I encourage you today, go out into the world and be who you were destined to be. Be who you were created to be. And that's great. Know that in everything, you can have balance. You can have the moment, but you can't become the moment. You can process, but not dwell. Be honest. Write down the very areas where you need God to work on. And then after you're honest, be willing. Be willing to let him in so that he can cleanse you. So that he can purify you. Facts over feelings. I encourage you today. Go out into the world and be great. Go out into the world and be great. Go out in the world today and be great. And know that just because you have a moment doesn't mean you become the moment. I thank you so much for joining me. I thank you for even giving me the opportunity to speak into your life. Know that there's always a greater way, a greater purpose, a greater solution. But it is time for us to build us so that we can help others to build themselves as well. So go out in the world and be great. Go out in the world and smile. And go out in the world and know that God loves you so much. And that in your moment, you can have the moment, but you can't become the moment. Have a blessed day. I am Yvette Wheeler. Thank you for listening and tuning into Yvette's Apostolic Dialogue. May God's love and grace follow you everywhere that you go. Be blessed. God bless you.